0: quit Now, Luigi, I was born with a plunger in my hand. I know. I was awfully hard on mom. Forty-eight minutes of dogs barking. 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 growl. <laughing> <conservation> <Brooos hallway> growl. <coanned> 48 minutes of dog
1: barking. 48 minutes of dog barking. So you know the like the 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 fucking internet version that leaked all those uh, Pentagon papers, or the yeah the, the you heard about the the name of the Discord server <laughs> oh, yeah. he was on,
2: right? Thug Shaker Central. Amazing. That... Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> um, I wanted to start off with this because I feel like you would really appreciate. So I was listening to Intercepted, which is a okay. podcast presented by or produced by uh, Intercept. The host is Jeremy Scahill. I didn't listen for a long time because they had people that weren't him hosting. Yeah, it felt like forever. And then, like I kind of like Jeremy. I like, like the Jeremy. Yeah. Gym. So I started listening again. Like, oh, he's back. I like. I like his his approach to things. Right. So um, I'm going to play something from the most recent episode, uh, the Discord leaker. Jeremy Scahill says something that kind of blew my fucking mind. And I'm going to put the phone up to the mic here. You know, and, and also Joe Biden and 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 Mike Pence, uh, you know, also are known to have, have mishandled classified documents and taken them to their private residences. Um, and, you know, Biden seems likely that it's part of the kind of general, uh, I'm above the law, egotistical posture that many, many, many Washingtonian insiders have taken over the decades where they just feel like the laws don't apply to them and they can take documents home. I mean, it's possible there's something nefarious there involving Hunter Biden and China and Ukraine and the big guy and all that stuff. I mean, maybe that's true. But- the facts, as we understand them, it seems like Joe Biden probably did what scores of Washington insiders do. And they just feel like it doesn't apply to me. I can take these home to use at my think tank or whatever. With Trump, though, it it does seem a little bit like there is a parallel here. It's like Mar-a-Lago is Trump's thug shaker central. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, you're doing the thug shaker? <laughs> i, turn I around Joe Biden's thug shaker. Not very nice turn around and shake that shit yeah <laughs> i'm like making breakfast listening to this and i'm just like
1: yeah you know, i'm like fucking frying the an egg and shit and i'm just like what the fuck yeah <laughs> just like, absolutely fucking, like am i losing my goddamn mind and i'm like no and i went back and i'm like okay it's like at the 15 minute mark and right i was like i gotta remember this right I, even if it means leading off the episode no that's great i love it yeah, <laughs> so yeah uh, amazing just oh, also man. just hearing someone who's like a, you know very very, like you know, he's got a sense of humor, but a very straight laced journalist, like, yeah, very, very dry, too. Yeah. Is it? like, I like, does I feel like you know, it was mentioned on Chapo, it was yeah, mentioned yeah. on a couple other podcasts I've listened to. And, um, I'm like wondering, do, do any of them understand that there's a meme called the Thug Shaker?
2: I don't think they do. I don't, I, I do they think... know about the prototype money <laughs> and In the jet Oil, you can win. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that they actually do. Uh they're just like, oh, it's okay, thug shaker, whatever. Boy, yeah. that's weird. Anyway, you uh, know, they just kind of yeah. <laughs> gloss <Anyways>. over. It. <laughs> yeah, the uh it's been a it's been a really strange day on the internet. Today is four twenty, of course.
1: Yes. Uh are you are you smoking the devil's lettuce? I am
2: not today because I said, you know what, I'm gonna have a beer and mixing the two is just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, so, yeah, no, no not no, it's, it's uh especially not for this show. Like driving
1: here. I don't know. I like. I'm really glad that we legalized, right? Um, and but, all of the things that come along with it. But like, oh my god, the fucking amateur hour. I feel like you're you're off that fucking the honeycomb <laughs> 2.5 milligram. You know, right. and they've eaten a the whole one. Yeah, it, oh, half of one. I get. Okay. I just
2: get sleepy. Right. You know. Um. <laughs> They're not doing hundred mils and all that. Jeez. Yeah, oh, no,
1: there well there's that one brand that does like the thirty milligram edible. Oh god. Just for just for people that, that that if you like if you put your head up, your ear up to like their nostril, you can hear the ocean. Yeah. Like sure. it's just
2: they they've been at it a while. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just uh I mean like if I took one of those <laughs> if I took one of those, you could perform surgery on me. Yeah. Like just like I'd be like, sure, whatever, I'll uh-huh. need that. <laughs> What's that? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Okay, (laughs) Is Uh, that my kidney? All right. Yeah, because like the whole entire the whole entire time driving down here, like I'm just like I just want to be like, bitch, be cool. Right, right. Everyone's doing weird stops. Fucking! I cut through the park. All these white people are are, are walking their little ass dogs.
2: Hey, by the way, uh, just because we keep forgetting to do this, it's 48 minutes of dogs barking. My name is Jason. Alongside for the ride with me is Brian, uh, oh, my okay. co-host with the co-most. Uh, <laughs> wearing a t-shirt, by the way, that says problematic, and I love it. <laughs> so Thanks. Pretty much fits the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> we're, just, we're just rolling along today. Yeah, I don't know. No, 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 Oh, speaking of white people, I got I to gotta give it up to our, a, a listener of the program, a uh, close friend of the pod there, Matt Basler, host of the Matt F. Baszler podcast. He did reach out to me in support of our latest episode about stuff white people like. Oh. And his his message was very great. I, I asked him, you know what, can I read this? And, and he goes, yeah, sure. Um Because he just messaged me out of the blue, all caps. Here's my problem with the things white people like blog. And I'm going, okay, this is good. (laughs) Just (laughs) starting off strong. Mr. Producer! (laughs) These are the things I hate that the (laughs) honkies are doing! (laughs) He says most of it is only, quote, white people stuff if you don't know anyone other than white people. Like eating McDonald's. Oh my gosh! Me, Kevin, Ryan, and Mary eat McDonald's. Dennis loves it. Ha ha! That is so white. And then again, in all caps, black people eat there too. You just don't know any. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, uh, uh, you know, I said, oh yeah, can I use this? He goes, yeah. That's why my me. Am- it's especially bad, but it's good things like classical music, or working with computers, or things like that. Yeah, no way a Mexican would do those. <laughs> I've, you know
1: what? I've never seen a Mexican use a computer. <laughs> I don't even know. Listen,
2: I don't even know if they have jokes down there. That's right, you did say that. Uh, <laughs> it's it's one of those weird things where you go, "This isn't right. I don't like this," and you can't figure out why. Because, like, I don't want to shit on kitschy, lame humor all the time. Whatever. Some people like it, but you can feel that this is that plus worse and so yeah we've uh (laughs) so i gotta ask you something
1: yeah 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 there was uh some i've seen this go around twitter a couple times you Mm -hmm. know over the last like five or six years where someone in black twitter uh will be like you know talking about things that are like you know only black families know about this and like, and like some of them are like okay yeah i could see that like if you went to an hbcu and all that or or you know a lot of things like okay, yeah, I can see that. But there was like always like a couple things like certain like food things, yeah. And like also the one that always kills me is uh, growing up thinking that it's illegal to have the dome light on in your car. I thought it was. It's not. See, this,
2: it's not just. <laughs> oh wow. We,
1: yeah, and like I never want to be like the fucking white guy who says like well white people white people are afraid of, of doing that too. But like I think like oh some of these things are more maybe more classic.
2: Yeah. Based or yeah. regional based. Oh, they're definitely class-based. You definitely yes. know, like, the, the struggle if afraid, is real. If you're
1: afraid to have the dome light, I am terrified to even turn an interior light on in my oh, car. Yeah. I'm yeah. afraid that, like, some cop is just going to fucking double-tap me yeah. and yeah. plant, like, a fucking drop gun <laughs> on me.
2: Jesus. But, yeah, that that is a very real fear. I know that I have it. I've instilled it into my children, so I don't know. I, yeah, I, 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 Arrive alive, don't turn on your dome light. That's true. That, <laughs> sad but true. A little bit of local news, Brian. Have you seen the this? The evil story? homo eagle. The evil homo eagle Murphy. <laughs> Murphy. Murphy has uh,
1: adopted has adopted an eaglet yes. and is grooming it. <laughs> <laughs> this is What's, terrible. Where's
2: Josh Hallway pass? <laughs> well, the story actually goes. Murphy, uh, you know, his instincts kicked in and he found a rock that looked like an egg and he was protecting it. And People were kind of like dunking on this bird. Like, ah, he's such a stupid bird. Dumbass bird. (laughs) Dumbass. uh, (laughs) But then uh, the the bird sanctuary in question, again, here in Missouri, they found an eaglet whose nest had been destroyed. And so they introduced the eaglet to Murphy. And Murphy, the the bald eagle there, um, Murphy stepped up. And, um, you know, somebody, uh, Patrick Moynihan from a a, a podcast that I really like called what a time to be alive. Yeah. Uh, Patty Moe, he he photoshopped uh, Murphy into a T-shirt. I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad that stepped up. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> the, great. The classic. Uh, so, yeah, really, uh, it's a heartwarming story. Yeah, I like it good think, story. I
1: believe I've met Murphy before a few times at yeah? Bird Sanctuary. It, yeah. I mean, he, he can't, like, fly or anything. Right. He can't really do a lot. So he right. Just, the bald eagle, the symbol of our country, is like a bird that doesn't just kind of... Chilling, like yeah which like is it's, not it's this really great thing but it's just i don't know it's just a really big bird yeah
2: he's a big man i liked the idea that that benjamin franklin was was gonna you know say the turkey should be the national bird and i think that's an even more useless bird so oh the
1: walking bird <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah exactly so uh, uh yeah
1: i don't know i think i think the turkey the turkey is a, a more uh projective of of i mean the bald eagle looks fierce, but it's yeah. a scavenger, which is no disrespect to how it, it, you know, it makes its, its paper and all that. Mm. The turkey, I think, is a more interesting-looking animal.
2: Oh, for sure. Just plumage-wise. Yeah. But uh, speaking of America, our, yeah. our president, Joseph Robinette Biden, was over in Ireland, the mother country, this past week. He was telling an anecdote about his, uh, his brother—sorry, his cousin, Rob Kearney— and his particular role at Soldier's Field in Chicago when the Irish rugby team beat all black. But, in typical Joe Biden fashion, he said, we beat the hell out of the black and tans.
0: Come on, shake the black and tans. Come on and fight me like a man. Show you white how you want brothers down the Flanders. Hello, how the IRA made your Major on like hell away. From the green
1: and the lovely lanes up hill Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking I- Irish Joe is the best
2: Joe. Irish Joe just he cannot be defeated. No, nah, I mean, it's it's so good. I'm going to drop that right here. Uh yeah, he's just he, you know me. I'm 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 one of those guys who's like I've never been, but I'm, you know, um, fiercely yeah, Irish. I want to
1: go to the The motherland? Oh, I'm going. Oh, okay.
2: I haven't been yet. Um, I went to England in 99, but I haven't been back to Europe since.
1: That was kind of the peak of British culture.
2: (laughs) Well, that was... What's interesting is that when I went was the weekend that Tony Blair was signing the Good Friday Accord. so it wasn't too bad a time to be there. Uh, Wish I could have been in Ireland instead, but, you know... Sure. um, I got as close as I could at the time, you know, at 18, um... But yeah, Irish Joe, I love Irish Joe, he's my favorite. Uh, more Americana hitting the feed from Lauren Boebert. Uh, hey, Amer- Hey, Bud Light. We talked about Bud Light last week in their Dylan Mulvaney can. Well, hey, Bud Light, here's the one America wanted, she posted. And it is a photo of Pat Tillman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can...
1: Before we riff on the Pat mm-hmm. Tillman thing, you know what's yeah. a, a fact I found out What's that? in the last week that really fucking blows my mind about the whole thing with the the, the trans influencer? Okay. They only made her one can. Yeah, it was just one can. Just one can.
2: Yeah. One can. One can.
1: One can. One can. And and, and we're we're fucking <laughs> single fathers are blowing their brains away after family
2: court, like And then uh <laughs> Julie Melner. At using cigarettes, uh, rep- <laughs> like, <laughs> replies with Chris Dorner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this I little... would
1: I would absolutely positively buy a Chris Dorner sixer. I, I would... Show up to the fucking float trip <laughs>
2: with the Chris Dorner. Fucking cans. tie that
1: tie that shit to my fucking uh, kayak. Fucking just just burning cigs all day
2: what what you want to do about it? Yeah. American yeah. hero. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Can't corner the Dorner.
2: <laughs> oh, that was the thing, wasn't it? We, yeah. yeah. Dur- during his uh, flee from justice. <laughs> uh, our good friend of the program, Merritt K., found a site where an AI tries to explain memes. <laughs> <laughs> Who up Here's, playing with a worm? <laughs> that's one of my favorite. Who up playing with a worm? Okay. We all know that worms are slimy, wriggly, and just plain icky, but that didn't stop one intrepid young boy from playing with them. He was excited to find them while digging in the garden and quickly scooped them into a bucket. His mother was less than thrilled, but the boy was fascinated by these creatures. Now, of course, you and I know who up playing with a worm. (laughs) It's about jacking off, but... (laughs) Yeah. But the AI apparently thinks uh, (laughs) that that's not what it's about. Amazing.
1: Amazing beautiful hey, yeah yeah and everyone's like oh ai is gonna replace everything and it's right. like it can't even understand what what like a meme is right like, I'm, I'm uh training i'm training an ai on goat see just goat
2: see <laughs> and... just to identify pictures and go no ring no ring <laughs> no ring. <laughs> oh jesus the, the hot dog not hot dog yeah. <laughs> How was I going with this? Oh, it, it is, uh, I guess it's time for Crypto Scam yeah, of the Week, Brian. We yeah. out. You're listening to 48 Minutes of Dogs Barking, the podcast. And now it's time for the Crypto Scam of the Week. All right, well, Crypto Scam of the Week this week, I got a two for today uh, because I couldn't decide which was funnier. One of which is an NFT collector getting scammed, and the other is a pump and dump, uh, from Nicole Benham. So we're going to start. NFT collector Franklin came claims to have been scammed for 2,000 ETH, roughly 4.2 million dollars. Now, Franklin right. is bored is the actual handle that Franklin goes by. Big collector of bored apes. You know, he's. He, at, I think at a certain point of time, he held like 50. Oh yeah, he was probably a guy that got in early. So on April 13th, he sold a good chunk of his collection. Why was that? Well, on Twitter, Franklin said, Due to an unfortunate IRL issue, I have had to sell off a lot of BAYC apes to pay off Ben Dow loans while the liquidity was available. So 27 of his 50 apes were sold. He later wrote, I got rug pulled on an investment I put almost 2,000 ETH into, thinking it was credible due to who else was invested. He did not name them for privacy reasons. Someone used our money as a casino gambling Ponzi and flushed it down the drain. Please learn any lessons possible from this. Of course, people started to speculate about what it was that he invested in. No one was really able to really get a good idea, but it's assumed that... He was trying to cover up losses from Rollbit, which is a crypto casino. Apparently, Mm. he had 6,000 ETH in losses from that crypto casino he was trying to cover. He did say, for partial transparency, my personal profit and loss from my Rollbit gambles is about negative 650 ETH total. So, yes, I lost a lot of money myself in Rollbit, but that didn't require me to sell off today Again, six fifty ETH is a million and some change.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: It's no small money. So yes, uh, Franklin Newsboard did say, "Take a break." <laughs> the quote: "Yeah, I would take stock of my life." <laughs> yeah. The quote: "I won't get involved in NFT trading Twitter for a while and will just focus on my private life for the time being just with s- my remaining apes." <laughs>
1: It's the I'm phrasing. Like, I'm just, I'm like, I, I just feel like if I were in that situation and somehow got fucking rolled hornswoggled yeah. out of fourteen point two million dollars in four point two. Four point two million dollars in assets. I would probably be like that scene and Frey got fingered where <laughs> Tom Green is like talking to the the animation executive. And he pulls a gun out of his briefcase, and he's like, Sure, I blow my brains out! And he's just, like, huffing on the on the barreled gun. Like, you see his cheeks moving in and out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh I that's that. I would yeah. be doing that in a bathtub. Right. Alone.
2: Yeah. It's a, it, it's All my easy. apes are gone. <laughs> it's just easier to clean up, I guess. Is that what you're saying? Yeah.
1: Yeah, because the people that have to come clean it up just have to, like, basically take the bathtub out.
2: Right. Yeah, I've heard some of those. Like, a a guy I know used to work for Pro, so yeah, he would tell those stories and be like, well, you know, thankfully they did it in the tiled
1: bathrooms. Yeah, you just gotta clean the grout really good, take the bathtub out. Right. You know, it's not like uh, some selfish motherfuckers that, like, shoot themselves in the head in, like, a hallway and then Uh, crush through the door. Jesus. Yeah.
2: Anyway, uh, I've feel like that took a really dark turn Sorry, I don't I, know I mean I
1: don't know I, I honestly feel like uh, if you're going to take your own life be considerate who has to clean up your bullshit you know if you really I guess if you really wanted to do if you wanted to be cer- s- certain okay I would blow my brains out while walking in front of a train
2: okay so if one doesn't get you that one well whoever witnesses it be like Dude, I just saw the craziest shit right they got stories for years
1: oh uh-huh. yeah like oh, oh yeah so your dog did something cute <laughs> yeah I watched <laughs> yeah I watched a dude in board shorts blow his fucking brains out in front of an Amtrak. It's like, a, like a smooth motion.
2: Just one step, two step, bang, splat. Like <laughs> yeah. Just real bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the
1: birds were everywhere.
2: <laughs> so, uh, focusing on your private life for the time being with my remaining apes is a great phrase. It's another MK Ultra activation phrase that I think is going to be rattling around some brains for the time to come, but... uh F- Amazing. So we go from Franklin to someone who did a pump and dump. This from Web3IsGoingGreat.com, by the way, big fan of that site. Always keeping us up to date with this stuff. <laughs> the, the author there writing, new passive voice Hall of Fame contender just dropped. Quote, yeah, <laughs> there were mistakes made in a wallet that I controlled. Continuing on, writer, journalist, and now Web3 influencer Nicole Benham helped pump Dogecoin founder Billy Marcus's now free-to-mint Blocky Doge Three NFT project. First of all, what a fucking sentence! Yeah. <laughs> um, writing on Twitter, quote wrote, "No roadmap for utility. I'm in eyeball emoji," and talking it up in large Twitter spaces. A wallet belonging to her then received 250 NFTs from Marcus. Dumped two twenty on the market all at once, tanking the market price and earning her around twenty ETH or thereabouts, thirty-eight thousand USD. Now, at the moment, the NFTs are selling for an average of point zero three one ETH a piece, or about fifty-nine dollars. Now, that's not the end of it. Okay, Nicole then wrote on Twitter, "There were mistakes made in a wallet that I controlled, but." claimed that she tried to make it up by returning the profits and buying up low-priced NFTs. Again, a quote from Nicole, how the last 24 hours went down was not cool, and I'm doing my best to rectify the situation. Listening, learning, moving forward. <laughs> Listen, It's the live, laugh, love of crypto. Listening, learning, moving forward. Shortly afterwards, of course, she was removed from a NFT 100 list that had published only days prior by NFT Now... F- for what they described as a violation of their ethics policy. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you gotta—it's it, a lot of audacity to get a bunch of free NFTs, flip them immediately, and just be like, "Oh, there were errors. There was a yeah. mistake made."
1: I mean, but that's a classic move. That there are a lot of influencers in the crypto space will oh, yeah. get like an airdrop, sure, and then they'll be in their private channel on Telegram or Discord or their public channel, right, and be like, "Oh, I've got uh." peppy aids oh wow <laughs> what a fun little meme coin Oops, let's see if we can get this to one milli. yeah and you know and then someone's like oh yeah um i found a wallet that looks like it's theirs and they air airdropped what then was like you know a thousand dollars worth which then became ten thousand dollars worth and they dumped it right um there's a lot of crypto influencers who who do that sort of shit and get away with it it seems like a really easy job if you have no morals. It's just to have like, <laughs> yeah. you know, be like, "Wow, I'm never getting vaccinated, anyways." Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm. Uh, have you Have you guys checked out Doge Pro- prolapse? Yeah. Pure blood coin. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> wow. I'm really glad that there's no soy food here in uh, Turkmenistan, <laughs> where I'm where I had to flee. <laughs>
2: yeah, from the, the SEC. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! yeah wow, a... I'm living the alpha lifestyle <laughs> in a uh, in a Bulgarian prison yeah these you never know uh, <laughs> these people but yeah the the twitter thread uh from from Nicole Benham is worth a read by the way it's uh it's any remaining profits from the sales from that wallet yesterday will be sent to royalty wallet bullshit, bullshit, prove it <laughs> yeah, right, I just. And, of course, the Dando Crypto, uh, Dan, Dan.eth, just replies with the clown emoji. Because, of <laughs> course. And then, look, it's page after page. <laughs> clown, clown. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Georgia Sinclair, of course, not the most trusted person to respond to this, saying, all these comments are from people who have done the same and would do the same. And she's not wrong in that. Because given half a chance, half the people replying would Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Who wouldn't? It's yeah. free money. Free money. It's free real <laughs> estate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even the images.
1: you Have you just seen this? This blocky doge. This... It looks <laughs> like a sex offender <laughs> yeah. with some Twizzlers in his hands. <laughs> I think No, that... Mr. Simpson. What are you doing?
2: <laughs> sweet, sweet can. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't know what that's even supposed to be because it's like a it's a red a green and a blue it's It's,
1: uh i'm guessing they're supposed to be like uh candles
2: from like a Uh, chart uh, okay that's even dumber yeah Yeah, it's pretty stupid just terrible so yeah between franklin and nicole boy what a what a weird week to be a crypto person because boy either you're getting scammed or you're scamming and then just being like well there were problems i don't know what happened (laughs) i yeah i forgot to uh send it to you but i was
1: like scrolling twitter one evening and Some guys I follow were talking about like a uh, this account that had bought like like a good amount of Ethereum back in like 2014 or 2015 when it was still new. So they put like 10 or 20 grand into it, Hmm. and it became a ridiculous amount of money over time, right? And no activity on this wallet from like really like the first purchase. Oh no! And then immediately gets drained by like what looks to be like a fucking like tech support fucking scam. Oh. And so it was like someone just immediately lost like $3 dollars. Has not touched the wow. fucking wallet since the initial purchase, and just immediately
2: got got. That's insane. Oh, is this the one uh, Tevano posted? Maybe. Uh, yeah, nine point eight eight million. Was that how much it was? Like five thousand ETH.
1: It was a pretty significant amount of money. Yeah. So yeah.
2: Yeah. For the past forty eight hours, I've been unwinding a massive walleting wallet drain. Operation, I don't know how big it is, but since December 2020, it's drained 5,000 ETH and however many tokens across 11 chains. Oh, wow. No, this is completely different. This is something Oh, this going- is insane. Yeah. Yeah, that- yeah that's... <laughs> it's not a lowbrow phishing or a random scammer. It has not wrecked a single noob. It only wrecks OGs. Please be safe. No... <laughs> wow. No one has determined the source of compromise. This is uh, three days ago. Uh, my best guess is that someone got them a fatty cache of data from a year plus ago and is methodically draining the keys as they parse them from the treasure trove. The theft and post-theft on-chain movement is very distinct. If you've been drained by this attacker, you will gasp as you read this. Primary theft transactions are... Oh, God, they have a, they have a time frame. Jesus wept. Secondary thefts occurs four p. Yeah, they're like, we have a specific time frame. We have a, you know... Wow, we'll keep an eye on that. we'll, we'll get a We'll get a full yeah. That was week. not That's... what I was
1: talking about, but holy shit! Yeah, no yeah.
2: shit. Wow. So yeah, it's time to talk about our our main topic this week. Brian. Oh yeah, we got to talk about some uh, load bearing drywall. Load bearing drywall. That's right. You may have heard that phrase going around online. Of course, uh, our, our good friend, good friend of the program, uh, 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 Jay Brent, may be the uh, the authority on this. But I'm going to take a crack at it, because it is one of the most enthralling sagas in all of something awful history. At least in my mind, as someone who has been working on a house for 10 plus years. Uh, that is, of course, known as Grover House. Grover House. <laughs> <laughs> Grover House refers to the construction of a, uh, a home addition. So it was not the home itself, but it was a, a, an add-on. It was going to be a garage. It was going to be a bunch of different stuff by Something Awful Forums user Grover.
1: I thought he was a mod.
2: Okay, yeah. He, according to uh, the aggie.org he was a moderator at the time in 2006 when this thread was posted. So, yes, we, we, we have confirmation there. So the idea was to build, in Grover's own words, a new kitchen, two-car garage, workshop area, three bedrooms, a bathroom, and a living room. Grover himself, an electrical engineer by trade, had opted instead of calling a buddy, instead of doing anything sensible, had decided instead to do it all on his own with notable exception, by the way, of the concrete and the siding. Two of the things I feel like I could do.
1: I mean... (laughs) I I feel like, you know what, I
2: I, I could probably do the concrete. Sure. You got to start from the beginning because it really... It bears repeating that this was built in an area that is really shitty to build in. Okay? Yeah. I think it's a holler. Oh, it is the Great Dismal Swamp... (laughs) It is the great dismal swamp, Brian.
1: Amazing. That, that doesn't. That does not sound encouraging for any no, home improvement endeavors. No. Yeah, I'm over in the dismal swamp. Yeah, I'm just trying to get uh, get up the code, you know. Oh, not just any dismal
2: swamp. The great dismal swamp. Yeah. <laughs> it's a degree of difference from that and the dismal swamp. Yeah, the uh, just oh Jesus, he was a mod for you know he been he been a user about four years and then he decided he's going to detail this home improvement project. Yeah. It's ambitious. I've already yeah. listed you. It's, that's a lot of work. A lot it's of a work. lot of stuff to do. And you know, you got to factor in, you know, how much stuff there is. I mean, there's, God, I, I was looking at the actual list and it's like, oh yeah, his, <laughs> <laughs> the original faux shop. Yeah. That was his MS paint drawing uh, where he was adding on to it and it looks uh, awful. <laughs> Yeah, hey, uh, courtesy, by the way, uh, the org. Jacob Anderson wrote a really great piece on this back in 2021. <laughs> Imagine having a house so shitty that someone
1: who's like, written like well-researched article on yes. it. Yes,
2: oh yes. When anonymous users post photos of the lumpy asymmetric house from within Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yes. Yes. Grover House is in Microsoft Flight Simulator. I remember like that was like the first thing people did is they found
1: it and then they drove their planes into into it.
2: (laughs) Yes. The double doors set strangely high without attendant steps. These learned users engage in a sort of silent worship for the house. It is a symbol, an avatar of sorts for the months of heckling glee that once rang out on these something-awful forums and, according to some, will never come again. So, yes. A new kitchen, two-car garage, workshop area, three bedrooms, bathroom, and a living room. He had done a number of weird things like insulating the stairs, putting insulation in, in, behind the risers. There's no need for that. You don't need to do that. It's stairs. What the yeah. fuck are you doing? He'd insulated the stairs. He built two garages right next to each other instead of doing a two-car garage. So, instead... So instead of doing what you would think to do, which would be to build double the size. One he had big, a, ass no, big ass garage. No, he instead he instead took one garage and just said, yeah, we're going to copy this over here, <laughs> which included like cutting in, into uh, beams that were going to be uh, supporting the roof because it, it was you couldn't. The beams would go into it. it was insanely <laughs> stupid. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Yes, and the phrase "load-bearing drywall" uh, does come up. But yes, here, here is a photo. Here, this is Grover. This is the house before Grover. This is a at boldly building two on Twitter has taken to that thread, pulled out the necessary images because even with forums archives, the thread is kind of wonky. It's very wonky. If you want to look it up yourself, and you have archives, and you're something awful user. Look for the thread "How We Built a Huge Addition onto Our House, Doing It All DIY 56K No," which, of course, meant that if you were on a 56K modem, this was a bad thread for you because there were a lot of huge images. Well, you had to see all the handiwork. Correct, and uh, fairly modest. You'd see that in fluorescent. That'd be like an A-frame home. Yeah, I mean, this is like a. It's Mid-century, average, it's got a decent frame, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's got a decent driveway, there's a fence, there's some kid stuff in the backyard. Here was his Microsoft Paint <laughs> edition. And again, it just looks it's hard to convey this over a podcast, but I will tell you that it looks like shit.
1: It like looks they, like dog shit. No... It looks like it looks like the thing you make in The Sims, so you can kill people in the room with just a barbecue pit. <laughs> it's so... Like you don't really care. You just need
2: to fill all the empty tiles
1: with gravestones and have a haunted house. <laughs>
2: right. You're just kind of like cloning shit at random, and like yeah. Um, but yeah, it says Grover looked upon a swamp and dug one of his many shovels into the mud and began his greatest work. And here. The Great Dismal Swamp abutting right back to to the back of your house. So here here is the muddy, disgusting backyard once they started digging. Uh, They did lay a foundation eventually, so thankfully that that did get properly done. In, In construction... Those stairs, I
1: feel like there needs to be some support in the middle of that that second stretch from the landing. There's
2: got to be something, because whoever framed this... This isn't the city museum. This isn't whimsy. (laughs) Well, even the city museum reinforces their shit. I mean, they got guys over there with, like, welding shit, fucking putting up metal, make sure everything's all square. Like, they they don't fuck around there, by the way. No, no, I've I've had
1: friends that worked at the city museum. It's very very, very, fucking T. There's a... just I don't know when I'll ever bring this up, but there's a guy in the St. Louis hardcore scene that's an infamous blowhard. He's an obnoxious human being and a Mr. Fucking Tough Guy. You don't say. And he has like he has a fucking crass tattoo, looks like the Cowboys from Hell logo from a distance, which is amazing. Um, what a but, combo! But his yeah. job his job used to be uh, run the fucking trains on the second level. And so, you know, he'd be Mr. Fucking Tough Guy and like hardcore bands that he was like trying to impress. All of a sudden would find out like, oh, you do the choo (laughs) choos. It was this real fucking Ian McKay, uh, ice cream eating motherfucker.
2: (laughs) Wasn't. I mean, George Carlin was Mr. Conductor on Thomas the Tank. for So, I mean, it doesn't matter. Sure. Uh, (laughs) uh, Watching the construction of this thing in slow motion via via photos is just like it's like watching a nightmare. Like every time you see a new photo, and, and and these are all in chronological order, so this appears to be a haphazard collection of timbers and boards that they're just kind of, because I mean, this, this here, that's plywood, that's what you should use, but mm-hmm. you need to cover it, right? It started to tower over the main house. It's obviously a big addition. They're yeah. doing all this stuff in there. He picked up just random shit from hardware stores, and you can yeah. see it in some of these photos here's a double, here's some French doors for a certain section. Okay. This weird rounded window that apparently was just like, it was a good deal. <laughs> so I just picked it up. Like, we'll figure it out later. Listener, he did not figure it out later. I'm um, Actually, kind of. You see here where he had an opening for a square window, but then decided that he was going to add in uh, the rest of it. So the grand plan of this house is in this diagram here. Yet another Tron-looking fucking image.
1: Is this, is this XCOM? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grover because has a 90% cr- gross, chance to the gr- not get the, a crit. The grazer in the, uh, <laughs> the, grazer in the Grover house. <laughs>
2: Someone did, by the way, a few years later, make a Grover House Doom wad. I remember <laughs> so that. if you ever want to go, back, I think there might have been a CS:GO <laughs> map yeah. or something like that. I can't remember. That's right. Yeah, Counter Strike had a had a custom uh, a custom map for Grover House as well. But yeah, this part is the part that always confused me. I can sort of understand what he's trying to do, but the way this is laid out, and again, this is me doing my best for you know audio. This looks like something from the Sega Genesis game uh, Poltergeist, yeah. <laughs> from Remember? like Shadow Run. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez! <laughs> it's got the isometric view and everything. Uh, so the idea was, and I can kind of see what he's going for. Here would be the front door, right? And it's this, it's kind of offset off the street, and mm-hmm. then. But the thing that always baffled me was that they had a garage, which again. Could have just been a two-car garage, but for whatever reason, Grover decided that he wanted one side of the garage to be just the size of one of the cars, and then the other side of the garage to be a different size for a different vehicle. There's no reason to do that. That makes no fucking sense, and it added all this bullshit. So they've got this staggered garage thing, right? And the garage itself leading into the kitchen, which, okay, that happens. People do that. This bit. No mudroom. No. When you live in the great... Dismal swamp. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, you would. You would think there would be some, you know, something. I guess this here at the front door would be where that would be, because it looks like that was what was planned. Yeah, but then there's these weird. There's alcoves everywhere. There's random bedrooms that don't appear to actually be necessary. This one with like nothing. It's just a bedroom, no closet, just a bedroom, just odd stuff, odd choices part of it too is that you know he's in the great dismal swamp he's got a septic system so a lot of the plumbing stuff that he wanted to do wasn't gonna work There was a huge part about like zoning regulations he couldn't get shit zoned right and like (laughs) yeah from the first post the land back here is swampland flooded half the year and should never have been built on (laughs) Uh, we were very much looking forward to being able to reliably flush toilets a full 12 months out of the year, and even when it's raining. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what a nightmare. It just seems like he dug his own grave quite literally in a lot of cases. Yeah. But just... What
1: part of the country is this?
2: The Great Dismal Swamp.
1: For anyone that wants to go hunting for Grover House. Yeah.
2: The Great Dismal Swamp is in Suffolk, Virginia. In oh, God,
1: yeah. your nuts are getting immediately attached to the fucking pant leg.
2: <laughs> in between Norfolk and Elizabeth City. So, yeah, you, you've you got... A, that a, sounds balmy. Oh, it does. Where to go... Here, here's Google saying where to go in the Great Dismal Swamp, <laughs> can, by the way. Check out seeing
1: it at Grover House.
2: <laughs> <laughs> come see Something Awful Legend. Come
1: see history come to life <laughs> at Grover House. <laughs> I, You know what?
2: I would do that. I would, I would go to Grover House. I would, tour. I would go to Grover House
1: and just bully the like <laughs> children in the street. Do I live next to Grover House? Seems kind of gay. <laughs> um, oh, the backside of that house is just—it hurts. Like like six different types of windows. Yes,
2: it, the French doors, which I mentioned earlier, which again it was clearly like some deal that they got. There's that weird rounded window, right? And you've got the the window upstairs with. Have you ever seen this? I don't. I don't know. I, this is not a thing that I'm aware of. But but a, a, a regular eight pane window, mm-hmm. and then with two four panes on the others on either side of it, making no. it a total of sixteen. But like, why? <laughs> it, just, it felt like they just kind of like were oh we have this much space let's just put a few more windows in yeah. for no fucking reason <laughs> like. Just, some of the other stuff that that kept cropping up here's uh, the bill lasted well into Christmas so here is a photo <laughs> of of the half completed staircase i, I think i've posted this on facebook so like, <laughs> yeah. merry christmas everyone yeah. <laughs> so all the stockings hung on like i said a half completed staircase that staircase looks so sketch real sad and it's right, so it's going down <laughs> It's been, I think I remember
1: someone making the comment of what happens if you trip going down yeah, the stairs. you're going out you're the just, window. You just comically fly out the window?
2: Yes. Woo! Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and boy, when when you ask Grover how much he spent on it, who, uh, I think they said they raised 27000 in hopes that their bank would match them so that they would have... Fifty-four thousand dollars to finish the project. Now, like I mentioned, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of work. Fifty-four thousand for that, buddy. You got another thing coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I'm sorry, but like Jesus Christ, he could have maybe done a one floor.
1: Yeah, extension.
2: You didn't need the two the two stories, but yeah, the the stairs leading out because the way the stairs are, that's so bad. It's the the stairs are leading, and then there's a window that's like. Right at kid height. So if a kid <laughs> were to fall down these stairs, they're going out that window. Yeah, though, no, they're fucking getting yeed. <laughs> and right there, there's like a heated return. Like it just they're trying to dig, right? The water table is six feet below the surface. okay? So you gotta imagine, it's clay. It's all clay. It's a swamp. They had uh, sump pumps and all, I mean, just trying to keep shit dry. Yeah, they fucked up the foundation plans. So they had to figure it out. This is an, exp- an expansion of an existing house, right? So Grover, an electrical engineer, attempted to tie in his electrical for the expansion to the main house. Rather than trying to tie straight in, they figured, well, we'll put in a second wall. Oh, I forgot about this. Uh-huh. This will allow for settling. This is in Grover's words. This will allow for the settling in addition to hopefully be even. I ended up undercutting my foundation and pouring a new footer about a foot deeper than the old footer, which the masons blocked up with a one-inch gap, wasn't enough. The existing wall bowed in one and a half inches, which ended up messing with my new walls too, which sucked, frowny face. (laughs) You can't tell on the finished house, but it was readily apparent when hanging the kitchen cabinets, and it still bothers me that my wall isn't perfectly plumb. The two walls are nailed together at several places. Most notably, I nailed the, the ceiling, again, uh, in the old kitchen to the header I put on the new wall when I broke the new opening between the two. I placed a two-by-six above the existing joist in the attic, 16D nails uh, through the new head header, and onto hurricane straps to support the... Then <laughs> so essentially, the ceiling is now suspended he wrote suspected, but suspended by hurricane straps from a board nailed through sheeting into the other wall. I hope there isn't much settling between these walls.
0: <laughs>
1: Sweet
2: Jesus. <laughs> that is, by the way, the, the, where the origin of the phrase load-bearing drywall, drywall. comes from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, forgot, I forgot about the part where the, where the roof is basically just like, it's just like a cross just of your fingers. like Nailed Yah. it in. <laughs> <laughs> Put There's, some straps up there. Fuck it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Hey, I'm Bill Clinton. Your house is fucked. Yeah, uh, well. I don't know why. Saw, like, my voice got a
2: little <clears throat> go, uh,
1: little vocal fry.
2: Here's my, my favorite part. This is... Because this is, I feel like this part could happen to me. When construction on the Grover house was finally finished, Grover and the family pulled out the grill for a celebratory dinner. <laughs> However, Grover failed to move the grill far enough from his recently laid siding
0: and melted it, melted
1: it! yes because i remember there's photos <laughs> in the back of the house where there's like a chunk and you can see
2: like the <laughs> here it is you can see the underlay because he had to pull the melted siding off
1: Let's see there's someone is someone that used to work for a place that, that sold grills yeah. have to tell people hey you want, <laughs> you want so much clearance <laughs> from from your from the dwelling right Any kind of walls or anything like that is a, a fire hazard
2: yeah if you don't live in a brick home don't put your grill up against the side of the house that's part of the
1: deal and even then you don't want to do no that. not
2: up next to you, obviously yeah, you're get i, I fucking just
1: soot on shit and fair yeah
2: so he had a huge problem with with Getting air conditioning. This looks like a bondage video. (laughs) So what Brian's referring to is in an attempt to make sure all the air conditioning ducts were going as they should, it wound up being like taped over here and doing this. So it it does. It does kind of have that look of... um, of the, the reapers from mass effect, where they're just kind of like fingers up to
1: the ceiling. <laughs> <His> Mr. <Mister laughs> says, I can't talk to anyone until I cool the house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it really is just like, wh- what the fuck? Here's another wonderful picture. Um, here's the second floor, ridiculous television. One serious speaker to paraphrase space Ghost, in a really shitty looking recliner. This is on the second floor, obviously. Up in the ceiling, apparently, uh, Grover had uh, had put an obscene amount of lights. The dual garage system. They put a window unit in the upstairs, even after running all that HVAC. They still had to have a window unit because it wasn't working, Brian. (laughs) Amazing. Any person who has done any kind of work on their home will know it's a pain in the ass. Shit gets fucked up. But this guy... Because he thought he knew everything, he managed to fuck up in ways that I didn't think were possible. I didn't think I didn't think that you could bone up this bad. But apparently Grover is not immune to that sort of thing. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah. And you know, um <clears throat> you know, there's been great memes about
1: Grover House but I still still think my favorite is the Al Qaeda hideout <laughs> diagram.
2: <clears throat> I have that one. Yeah, here's yeah. <laughs> here's the uh, Al Qaeda. T- so that that was a thing. What was it? Time magazine did it. Time magazine
1: right after nine eleven did like this thing about like uh, the hideout. Right.
2: Of. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Yeah. So someone did a, a mock up of Grover House with the graphic from Time Magazine of a Mujahideen fighter <laughs> overlooking. In Time Magazine, it was, of course, Osama bin Laden's hideout. Osama
1: bin Laden's hideout. And you're like, how they have like all the training, the underground training facilities and right. shit. Right. And- <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Instead, it's a Mujahideen fighter overlooking. Garbage disposal, what does it say, drywall, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) load-bearing. Absolutely. If you really want to go on a tear, actually, uh, she's been banned for a long while. At Three Liza, that was... uh, Oh, I forgot she got banned. Yeah, she she got the ban hammer a while back. But she had quite possibly the best thread of Grover Grover House House images. Uh, The backup... Would be our friend here at Boldly Building Two. That's Kyle Cost Billions on Twitter. There, he does have an enormous amount of resources from that thread, <laughs> including the a System Shock Two looking uh, layout <laughs> for the HVAC. Uh, just oh,
1: it's 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 so painful
2: to go through every single fuck up in Grover House would take us the rest of the hour, Brian, because take us the there's just the rest of the evening. Right, I mean. <laughs> Here's the circular window getting installed. Um,
1: I actually think the circular window above the staircase like that is like... It's not, fine. There's, not a wor- there's worse choices you can make. It's fine. It's some natural light coming in. Like you frost that, it. It looks, yeah. you know, it looks fine. Yeah.
2: But uh,
1: hang in the, the cab- kitchen. Yeah. I remember, I have never. I have not seen too many photos of the kitchen, but the few I have seen have been really painful.
2: Well, because he got, and he got what I got, which is these ready-to-assemble cabinets. Yeah which are always a dicey proposition. If you haven't measured within a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of an inch, these ready-to-assemble cabinets will fuck your life up. I experienced that twice in the kitchen that I <laughs> that I fixed. But we had to return them. He, Grover, stalwartly did not. And so there were numerous things where they had already cut holes for outlets in the wall. They just kind of went, well, that's no longer an outlet, I guess, because the, the cabinet's going over it. I feel like Grover would be uh, one of those guys
1: that would really fuck up putting in like a pot faucet.
2: The man could fuck up a one-man parade, according you know, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just,
1: anyways, we had to demolish half the house because I <laughs> fucked up putting in the the fucking pot spigot. Uh, it,
2: it, looking at his backsplash is like, okay, all right. Why did you do this? But yeah, uh, Kyle here posting a, a a fairly typical photo of Grover House. I cannot stress enough just how cluttered every shot of Grover House is. It was like nothing was kept clear while they worked and it bothers me to my core. Here's the kitchen in real life, incomplete and with so many outlets over the counters, over the cabinets everywhere. The upper the upper deck again, oh. 15 lights for no reason. Four count them, four Air returns for the AC units, which did not work. <laughs> Again, the garage with the staggered doors. Still don't understand it's, it. it looking, looking
1: very much, yes, that looks
2: like a swamp <laughs> in that photo. Well, this part right here, I mean, here's the piping being laid behind the house. Again, here's your, here's your output. Supposedly, sump pumps were running like 24-7. It's still a swamp. It's a swamp. You're building on a swamp. We're building on a swamp. <laughs> building on a swamp, Jerry. But yeah. Uh...
1: Oh, he's building on a swamp.
2: <laughs> Every surface, everything that I see of this house screams, "This is wrong." Yeah. Nothing's Nothing's plumb. There's no cohesion to any of it. It feels like a fever dream of someone trying to assemble a house in SketchUp. With like a third grade education. <laughs> yeah. They don't know what the and it this is, guy's an electrical engineer. This is a guy who's supposed to kinda of, sort of know stuff. Yeah. <sighs> Grover House,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Grover <laughs> House. God. I'm I'm gonna go home and download fight flight simulator and <laughs> and, and, and crash a Boeing seven forty seven.
2: Oh man. I can't understand
1: It's like one of those things that would be like a McMansion Hell, except yeah.
2: Except it was this guy built it himself, and he went like triple over budget because originally, remember, he had budgeted fifty four thousand dollars. I think he wound up being like two hundred grand in the hole by the end of it. Yeah, amazing. I just, right, yeah. It looks like dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here it is uh, again: a boldly building too, the bathroom of Grover House. With these three images, you get the full experience of having to run to the toilet. <laughs> after accidentally eating dog food that you mistook for Cheez Its and drinking paint you thought was milk in a sleepy haze because the kitchen counters are so cluttered. (laughs) Just this looks
1: terrifying. Yeah. And it's like the fucking that shower stall is like the shower stall you have like in a science lab. Or a college apartment. Yeah, it looks like well, it looks like it looks like where you fucking pour out your fucking mop water at, like at <laughs> like your shitty mall job.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he wound up buying two Roombas. I mean, just the story of Grover House will not fit within a single episode. So if you want to go look at the pictures yourself and get secondhand a by all means, as I said, at boldly building two, the Twitter account that has a majority of these photos rescued from the archives. And and lovingly displayed. Oh, gosh, what's the psychic damage? It really is. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like Grover House because it is. It's this weird combination of like I know everything, guy, right? And this real fierce DIY shit. And he like he thinks he can do it. And God damn it, nothing's gonna stop him. Even common sense, which should have told him to stop twenty seven thousand dollars ago. <laughs> and it keeps going. So, the, uh... so my last job.
1: Yeah. I was on the trucks doing deliveries once and uh we were out front neck, which uh is a very uh Oh shishi area, yeah, very, very rich. Bougie, a yeah. Lot. Old money there, a lot of new money buying shitty houses that kinda of look like Grover House like <laughs> But geez, intentional. But like but like like a like a nice version of Grover House and they're yeah. always like eight hundred K and of course. like yeah. you know, that same house would be like a hundred and twenty in like floor center hazelwood in North County. You know, I'm with the driver I'm like he's this old surly guy he's one of those guys like it's funny because he just hates the job and then anything yeah. outside the job he's just like really pleasant it's just like on the clock he's like man fuck this yeah and, Well, uh, i mean
2: uh, who doesn't
1: do well that right he now? well he like had to take this job because he, he was a foreman at like a plastics factory and the factory got shut down and Oof. so he went from making like AK a year to making uh, considerably less yeah. yeah and so i understand his surly nature but we were doing this delivery and i'm like pull up to this house i'm like this house is beautiful what the fuck it's usually because all these shit that would be on mcmansion hell yeah going through like this really beautiful brick wraparound uh uh stepway that goes to the to the the back patio on you know the the basement floor you know and uh owner comes out and he's a real friendly dude and there's some, some some this house isn't like a normal house. It's got a story, right? Right, and he's right. It's like, like, oh yeah, uh, this was uh the, this was built for the original owner of the St. Louis Blues. Okay, and I'm like, oh, so we're talking about the house, and he like takes me like after we done with a job and. Uh, the driver's, like, selling up with stuff and, like, taking photos of the, the patio furniture we dropped off. And he's like, you know, oh, you know, these pieces were taken from a church in, mm-hmm. in, in uh, Europe. And I'm like, well, that was, like, the style of the time. Like, if you're a rich-ass motherfucker, yeah. you, like, bought a church took it piece by piece and then you rebuilt it in like philadelphia yeah. and being yeah. like look at the money i got i rebuild a fucking church for no reason hey yeah um or a monastery or whatever and he's like "Yo, know, show me the black opal mirrors in the in the, the basement bathroom and like you know you know the kitchen which had not really been touched since like the 50s you know it has like a fucking charcoal rotisserie Ooh, it was fucking wild yeah you know tell you know showing me like uh what the owner's called the Asian Room, and this is where you used to watch tape back in the day. And, sure, you know what is the garage now? It used to be like the movie theater. And oh yeah, show me all this cool shit. And I'm like, man, this is really cool. And he's like, I think he was just amazed at a guy that was delivering his furniture, like knew something about architecture and and, and could appreciate it. And, yeah, appreciate. Sure. It. He's like, you know, he's like, well, in the carpet on the on the the, the family room in the basement uh, was fucking done and uh you know he's like oh, well i gotta figure out how i'm gonna do this right you know and these curtains aren't mid-century you know mid-century doesn't really have have curtains like these And i'm like yeah mm-hmm. you know, i think you just i mean when you're looking at mid-century modern you're just looking at natural light and the fucking driver is looking at me like oh, <laughs> come on man check checking man. his watch yeah. like you know i think he gave us like a tip and you know we had to go back to the shop the um pick up some other stuff because his stuff filled up so much of the, tr- the truck and uh, i was like yeah no we just went to this cool house I bought the house uh, it was the original owner it was the original owner was the first guy who owned the
2: blues Sid Salomon Jr. By Sid the way, Sid
1: Salomon Jr. yes and yeah he was telling all the stories about Sid because there's like this private drive that goes off the street <laughs> and he's like that's where he would go to, to avoid like the press in the morning and he made, made, made like a deal with the property owner behind him and like all those cool little stories Yeah, and the driver is like uh, and I was like yeah, hey show me all this cool stuff and my co-worker he goes yeah you should tell him about the part where you sucked his dick <laughs> And I go, I go, hey, 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 hey! I told you not to tell anyone about right. that. It was and confidential. Like, he like spun on his heel. He didn't expect oh, me no. to come back with like, hey, hey, hey! That was between, yeah, that was that was Scouts honor. It's private. Yeah. And he thought I was going to get pissed off. Don't say I was sucking someone's dick.
2: Right. I just Instead said was... don't
1: tell anyone I was sucking someone's dick. <laughs> right. And it's a big difference. Yeah. Big difference.
2: <laughs> that's a hell of a story man i don't think i've ever heard that one that's good yeah no it was
1: it was cool yeah not a lot a lot of times it was just like you know um dealing with rich people that, like, would do things like put NPR on really loud while we were, like, installing their barbecue grill. (laughs) Then they'd be like, I still think you're an asshole. And it would be like, you know, you go out to these places where, um, you know, like a different driver I was with would be like, yeah, you know, like a lot of hockey, like singles, blues players live in this neighborhood and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. He's like, yeah, I've seen such and such and wave down. And like, oh, okay. yeah. And then, like, you know, they got, like, deer grazing in the backyard and shit. But then, like, you know, these houses are so fucking big, if you want to talk about, like, a misuse of space, like, oh, there's yeah. just, like, an entire room across from the kitchen that <laughs> that's bigger than the bedroom in my apartment. Right. And there's some fucking token artwork on the, on the walls, and there's just a big fucking oak table with a f- flower bouquet centerpiece. And it's like, so you just, you gave up on this room. Yeah. There's
2: no, you don't use this for anything. Yeah, and yeah. like
1: so many houses we would go into were like you know like oh this is lived in. Oh yeah. And yeah. then there's houses we would leave like we would leave and we'd be like muttering on our breath but like, the fucking grandkids hate coming here. Oh yeah,
2: I bet. It's so weird. Real estate, especially in this area, it's 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 so fucked. Like there's 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 people like like me and people like my neighbors who are just like we're gonna scrape every little bit of space we can out of whatever we got you know because I got like six hundred sixteen hundred square feet which is pretty big. Yeah. <clears throat> but my neighbor to the left, they're you know, like 2,300 square feet. Yeah. And this is a person who, like, doesn't have kids, and, like, th- they live with their partner and their dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's not, it's not a lot of used space.
1: Yeah. I mean, it depends, like, I mean, it depends on how you use it. Obviously, you can, I could probably fill up 2,300 square feet if I want. Sure. To, but, like, not the average person. No.
2: I mean, most people. I mean, uh, most people that I know, like... 1600 is plenty. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's a that's a lot of space. And those places you're talking about in Frontenac, I mean that's
1: this was the six thousand. I mean, story, I'm also man. like talking about places like out in like West County, town sure, country, uh, places like that. Like I just remember being in one where we had to fix a lady's uh, l- the fucking logs on her electric fireplace, or, or the <laughs> okay. um, well not electric, but like it's like an electric start, and you got run gas, the gas line, yeah. and all that, and you get yeah. the fucking you know fucking fucking around with copper wire like your goddamn fucking chimney sweep yeah and i remember like standing in this lady's uh kitchen it's a very expensive house and it smelled like dog piss because they had a little fucking rug rat running around <laughs> and uh and then, uh, i just remember the the fucking guy i was with being like gosh you know if you're going to have a dog that pisses everywhere you know i wouldn't get fucking white carpet and oh like, shit yeah. yeah so there's like fucking like oh like, like we were actually leaving and saw, like, dog piss and, like, paw prints across the white carpet yeah. like, fucking disgusting. But, like, Insane. I'm, like, standing in this lady's kitchen mm. and there's a de- detached, like, uh, like, rumpus room. Sure. And there's, like, a pool and all that because, you, of course, you gotta have a fucking pool. And I'm, like, sitting there, I'm realizing, like, I'm, like, talking to the guy doing the fireplace stuff. I'm just being a second set of hands. I'm like, we're, like... And like the kind of like family room attached to this kitchen here, yet where I'm standing, I see one kitchen and there's another kitchen probably no more than thirty feet apart from each other. Yep, just and it's like who fucking thought this through? Nobody. That's. Nobody. <laughs> I guess when you have yeah. money, you can just be fucking stupid. Yeah, I think I, I that's like, what I feel like. I feel like we're. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're doing the um, that fucking cliff someone once sent me of uh, uh, the old Candyman, uh. Oh. With one of his buddies looking at the uh, like the Zillow listing for Hassan Piker's house, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and you can tell that like you know he's all like, yeah, no, that is a really stupid like backdrop to put by your grill area, and you I, I imagine he's just looking for all the entrances and exits. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> a little weird. I'm coming for you.
2: That's right. Yeah. Oh Jesus. All right. Well, I'm going to kill
1: you. <laughs> still, still Legally. One of the funniest. In real life <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Still one of the funniest fucking Just, maybe one of the funny things the funniest things Sam High has done next to like the the gangster guy coming back to his dad's house. Oh Jesus. And his fucking shitty brother is like playing Resident Evil four in the living room. <laughs> uh, gosh. Sam High what a terrible person, but but the highlights are so but the high. comedy,
2: yeah. It's 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 one of those things where you have to kind of like, well, Terrible person, but damn, this is funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: It's just the fucking shit he did to that one other fucking internet
2: weirdo with the fake girlfriend. The fake... He did an entire fake interview. He had all of his, his crew pretend to be... It, that's a whole other thing. The for I all Dubs. Yeah, I mean, it was iDubs. That's right. Yeah, because he, <laughs> he had his entire crew just, like, faking for this entire week. It was, like, a weekend. It was a full weekend. He yeah. had him out for, like, two, three days. And, like, and, like he and they finally, like,
1: let go, like, I think the last day or two. Yeah. The iDubs was there. But, like, it's a really amazing piece to watch. I watched both of those documentaries, I back think. To and, back like, back yeah. to back. Back to back. I really still don't know what to think other than, like, what What is friendship is really kind of the yeah. thing because because yeah. even like in Sam Hyde's documentary where he's like joking about fucking with iDubbbz and Idubs people, it's like almost like in a way he's trying to get his approval. In a way, yeah. It's like really like he like Sam Hyde can't stop. He wants to commit to the bit, but he also wants like this guy, I think, to like him a little bit.
2: And that's the delicate balance, isn't it? Yeah. yeah,
1: fucking with someone, but also like, hey, you think I'm cool, right? Like you like you like that. Um, I'm I'm driving 80 miles per hour on a congested <laughs> highway in the beat the shit I rock. <laughs>
2: uh, I've always liked an I rock, but that was because I I grew up in a, a neighborhood where a guy was constantly repairing one every every weekend day. Oh yeah, I had there? I
1: had that. But it was a Corvette. <laughs> the okay. Guy, there was a guy in my neighborhood. he had a white seventies Corvette, mm-hmm. and he was always working on that one and then in his garage and the garage door was always open right so you could see what i guess was the project Corvette. oh no <laughs> and then at one point he had three corvettes Jesus. and they were like all and like and they were all like white like early yeah. 70s like one I, I, maybe he was parting them out like he maybe. was like just yeah. trying to get one working i never saw him drive it
2: really yeah cuz uh, cuz the guy who worked on the i-rock he at least would take it up and down the block you know, and you, uh, Ma, no, the Muffer would be fucked up. Ratios and he, are fucked. Yeah, but he also was a guy who collected pace cars. Do you know NASCAR, how they, how they do that? They, they have a, they yeah, have I knew one, a guy
1: like, I knew a guy in my neighborhood growing up in Spanish Lake like that.
2: So yeah, they, they have these cars that they keep the pace for the first lap and then the, then that car goes off the track. Well, this guy went around and bought up pace cars. Anytime he would, he would go to a race and he would just like buy the, I don't know what he did for a living. He lived in a bigger house than I did, and he had, you know, an iRock that he was working on every weekend. He had have paste- kids? Uh, yeah. Two shit. kids. What the fuck? I don't know. He, he must have been like
1: working at McDowell Douglas or some shit. Maybe. Um, Fucking wiring stuff.
2: Just weird. Okay. I think it's time. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Shock.jpg I want to avoid this video as much as I can, but I can't anymore. As long as it's not the McChicken. It is not the McChicken.
1: Did you see that photo of the McChicken that was going around the internet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. What there's is this? this? There's this... Oh,
1: God. Someone posted on Twitter that like the Mc, like the this McChicken absolutely come blasted with mayonnaise. Oh, God.
2: There it is. Hell. Okay, yeah. This, read, this, the, read the description. Enjoying a McChicken on this wonderful day. Um, I don't know if... I don't know if that was the original This looks post. to be a double. This looks to be like there's double chicken in there. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked
1: up. I think the original post was like feeling safe in America or something <laughs> like that.
2: <laughs> Yowza. <laughs> Uh, yeah, looking for McChicken <laughs> on Twitter is a dicey proposition to begin with. But, uh, yeah, there's
1: a lot of interesting
2: photos there. Okay, so what's the shock thing we got here? So the shock thing we got today, Brian, is a, is a repeat offender. We have a, another uh, another visit from our good friend Alexei Tatarov. Oh. You remember Sir, Alexei mis- Tatarov? Mr. Jar. Mr. Jar, also known as One Guy, One Jar, also known as Jar Squatter. E fucked, brings us this one called One Guy, One Screwdriver. That's right. Alexei, not content to just have a jar up his ass, now has a screwdriver inserted into his urethra. Uh, Once he gets the jar a good way into his rectum, he then pulls the screwdriver, which was inserted handle first, by the way. (laughs) That's an
1: important detail.
2: And there comes the blood. Yes, uh, it is distressing to the extreme um
1: wow it's
2: yeah it's gushing oh um this is good this is way very poop
1: and pee oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. oh he's doing the same thing like he did oh, oh like he did with the jar where he's just like you're like oh i'll fix Pla- it by just ineffectively touching it
2: and then he's gonna stop the recording yeah so and then he shows you the aftermath a pool of blood and a, and a screwdriver um Oh, yeah. Alexei. I really hope your dick still works, buddy, because that looks really awful. Um, and, of course, he, he brings you to his his bathroom.
1: Oh, it looks like a watermelon was <laughs> washed out in there. Yeah. The, the man watermelon. Oh, of course, the E-fucked.
2: I know. Water- they, they have to bring the E-fucked watermark. But, yeah. Um, For quality. So. When, when media filter's not hardcore enough. Correct. You'll never guess what the background music was. Hold on. You'll never guess what the background music was, Brian. Yaki sax. Circumnabulation of the Transcendent Pillars of Singularity by Barzoom. That's right.
1: <laughs> God, the, these fucking perverts need to <sighs> be stopped. Being a horny was a mistake. I'm I'm enjoying the Mujahideen. <sighs> um, I'm going to ride horses through the countryside in Afghanistan. And marry a Chass woman where we'll grow poppies um, so we can kill Americans.
2: Nothing has distressed me more on the Shock.jpg segment than that video. Nothing. 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 Drinking piss? Okay. The Going human in, smoothie? Human... The, 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 the vomit smoothie? Fine. I can sit through that. But the guy pulling the screwdriver handle first from his urethra it's not the way you think
1: you'd do it no
2: you would think you would go you blade think, first because you, then you, then you'd have you just the handle. boom yeah you got mm. a handle to go no he has to pull the phillips head to get the handle out
1: oh man and it's like it's like trying
2: <sighs> it's all
1: the way in there too. it's in there he's into the hilt oh <sighs> oh man
2: Again, you think, you think your nothing wife ever... on this
1: segment has made me feel
2: more ill than that. Do you think your wife would would help you with that? <laughs> I would hope my wife would take me to the fucking hospital, <laughs> or that at least numb me first. At least you're open to it. <sighs> I just I, sounding was never my thing. I no. don't putting things in there. It's it, it's it's you know it's not my deal. I I'm open to a lot of stuff, but that's not one of them. I'm not gonna go. First, also, I'm not going to go handle first. No. I'm not going to start with that.
1: That seems, you know, I would go I would go not handle first.
2: <laughs> Why don't we start small? A cocktail stirrer, perhaps. Or something glass where it's easy to, I don't know. Tempered glass. Tempered, so yeah. Oh, th- yeah, please. Yeah, yeah uh, just <sighs> seems like a bad idea. Seems like a very bad idea oh, the, on top of don't... another bad idea, which is of course the the full size pickle jar going up your ass to begin oh, and he with. He
1: flops that. He gets in there. Well, it's, it's obviously
2: like... this ain't his first time. We know Alexei, We've seen him break one in there, so we know it's not the first time.
1: But but it's just like it's just like almost comical how how, how easily that one gets into his yeah, ass. Because
2: that's the easy part for him. <laughs> it's that, the, that, it's the screwdriver. For
1: it me, it would up. be a journey of a lifetime. <laughs> But for him it's just another day. It's a Tuesday at the, yeah. at the shock
2: at the shock office. Oh, and and I've told you this that he's on TikTok now. Yeah. Alexei is on TikTok and uh as that jar guy. <laughs> which I still think of all the handles he could have chosen, yeah, lean into it, I guess. It's but uh, it's amazing. I can't get over it. Uh I'm just I'm seeing the blood gushing out of his penis in my mind. I can't I I I can't erase it. Um Oh grow up. Brian, let's let's try to do our best to erase this image by going to the breath Mint segment Oh, of the show. Okay. I think that's probably the most responsible thing to do, I guess.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I guess I'll start. So, I went to off Broadway to watch a man pull a screwdriver out no! of no! his <laughs> <laughs>
2: You think Steve would have that on? You think he would do that? God,
1: Steve. <laughs> God, you think you know maybe maybe the the low lights would work out, for that. <laughs> so you don't have to look at it too closely, yeah, oh Lord, uh so jeez, poor Steve, I know me and my girlfriend went out Thursday night mm-hmm. to see uh bass drum of death oh, yes, the the wild boys from Mississippi, I hadn't seen them live in almost ten years, and the last time I photographed them was two thousand fourteen at the firebird, oh wow. Yeah, uh, it was it was really wild to take a look at those photos. I haven't really kept up with them too much. Like the new record came out in uh, July or not July January. Say I won't. Mm. And my first response was like, Yeah, there's a couple of bangers on here, but it's kind of not my thing." And then I kind kind of grew on me, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, you know, there's a lot to like about this record. It kind of it's got something a little bit more polished, but it still feels like the first two bass drum of death records, which I think are pretty fucking tight
2: now i did read amusicphotographer.com by the way Mm -hmm. and you were right above that did mention that it was one of the guys from the black keys the drummer okay the guy that abuses ex-wife yeah yeah but he he didn't abuse the musicians he
1: was recording
2: oh (laughs) but he did produce the record and and so it's got a bit of a, a
1: it's the first thing he's produced that didn't make me want to forget what music sounded like all right i don't think he's a very good producer but on this record i think he did a adequate job i feel like whatever like seasoned engineer at the recording studio they went to probably could have done better sure but you know what um uh some guy named gary uh with a balding ponytail um even right. though he still got cherry ears like it's, it doesn't have the same punch as like the guy that his band exists to sell you uh you know dodge caravans <laughs> through sinks um but the show was good and the thing yeah. is i didn't realize that john the main guy that motherfucker grew he got tall oh he like i'm like this motherfucker was like a like was you know I'm like five eleven. yeah and i'm like this motherfucker's taller than me now and i distinctly last time i talked to him <laughs> remember being like this guy's kind of short you sure he wasn't just, like, hunching? No, no. I no. mean, like, I mean, but, you know, maybe he had a late growth spurt. Because, I mean, I, the last time I had, like, seen him, he was drinking a beer, so he was at least 21. Right. But it's like, this guy's fucking tall. I mean, like, I was, like, texting Bert, who booked the show, like, this motherfucker got tall. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? Like, like, I've never seen someone get, like, a huge growth spurt in, like, their early...
2: 20s maybe he pulled the tom cruise and had lifts in his shoes who knows no
1: no i mean like i mean like he was like lanky
2: oh substantially taller yeah Not like, just... like okay. yeah
1: and i was like telling my girlfriend like he was like short oh he was like cole from the black lips kind of tall okay how i remembered him and i was like looking up at this guy and, uh, <laughs> yeah but it was a good show good turnout great set list pretty much played like every song of theirs i wanted to hear you know, crowd was into it and I got some great foes. Yes, they're up on the site, amusicphotographer.com.
2: Definitely check that out because the write-up is really... I, I, I said this on Twitter and I want to... I'm, I'm being 100% sincere. I really enjoyed that write-up from a from someone who used to read a lot of music magazines. That is the kind of shit I'm looking for when someone's writing about music. Oh, thank so. you. It's
1: amazing, uh, it's amazing what spite
2: will get you in this yes, life. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, yes.
1: Yeah. And uh, <laughs> then a couple nights later, I... I uh, went to photo, photograph Covet at Delmar Hall. Oh, yeah. Which was, that show was going on at the same time as 100 Gex, which is literally next door. Yeah, yeah, pageant. I was going to say. Still a little sour that I didn't get a faux uh, yeah. pass for that. And I, I kind of had some ex- exchanges with their uh, their publicist about it. And I kind of, you know, not to poo poo Covet because if I had gotten the 100 Gex faux pass, I would also have tried to you have find both. A way to, yeah, done both. Yeah, yeah. I think more that like I knew covet would be fun and it fucking was. It was a great set. Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about it. But the thing was, you know, this is before I go back to to the show. Like I kind of knew who was going to be shooting that Hunter geck show. Mm. And I saw that I've only seen one set of photos from it.
2: And I'm just like,
1: "Mm, so those are your photos, which is, you know, I'm not trying to be a shit talker, but it's like you,
2: yes, you are. Come on. (laughs) Don't, don't hide from it. Just be, just be who you are. No, Uh, but it's (laughs)
1: like, if you're like, shooting a sold out show it's a band's hometown like I would bring my fucking A game oh yeah and you know there was a big storm Saturday night mm-hmm. so I didn't get out to Delmar Hall until like right before Covet went on I mean like I got like my camera strap my camera's yeah. on me and like I took one photo of Yvette's pedal board because she has this huge pedal board and there's a sticker on the back of it facing outward towards the crowd that says don't ask me about my pedal board I took, <laughs> perfect I, I took a photo of that and they came out on stage, and I didn't even have time to check my settings. I'm just like, I'm just going to fucking freeball it. Yeah, their tour photographer came out and got right into the golden pocket for the uh, first song, which had the best light. Of and I'm course. like, having the shoe over his shoulder, and I'm like, motherfucker. But he's the one getting paid, so right. whatever. <laughs> but I got some really great foes. I nice. wish I could say that uh, they're up on the website right now with a nice little write-up, but I had kind of a crazy week. Uh well, the by first the time night... the show
2: actually comes out, you might. Hopefully, have... hopefully.
1: Yeah. First night I had opened, that I was going to do editing. I have a fucking miserable headache because I work right. with an ignoramus. <laughs> and uh, last night my computer decided it didn't want to boot up anymore. So I think the power supply is the culprit and I ordered a new one. I'm yeah. doing the sign of the cross. I and know, hopefully yeah. the, the I can get a warranty exchange on. So I have a backup right. power supply, which really I should have been doing anyways. This is an old build.
2: Here's hoping. Um, yeah.
1: But I got great foes. It was a great show. Um, Yvette Young is like a guitar player polymath almost yeah kind of like melissa paternoster from uh screaming females kind of yeah a different type of style yvette's more post-rock kind of math rocky like more tapping okay the young woman from screaming females is just kind of like more like like just heavy guitar stuff like right like someone feels like someone that listens to like a lot of like late 70s early 80s like hard rock yeah and just like a, a different type of disciple of the guitar but um, still skilled player yeah right? and so what i like right? about yvette is that it's like everything i hate about guitar center when i worked there hmm. like what i would hear on a saturday but it's like all taken into songs they're like expressive and thoughtful and okay. like very complicated tapping and chords but it's like it's like like it serves a purpose it's not yeah it's not wanking yeah yeah and like the same thing with like what the bass player is doing what the drummer is doing is it like I've seen so many fucking short order cooks fucking do this shit and to, to no, nothing, nothing other than masturbatory. It's not a song. No, it's, no, just, no. it's just, it's yeah. just, yeah, a dude, shit, a dude yeah. playing blast beats until his girlfriend picks him up. You know, like,
2: <laughs> right.
1: But like, it's all this really beautiful, coherent thing. And like, I was at the back of the room by the merch booth thinking like, wow, they're probably gonna play for like another half hour. And they're like, yeah, it's our last song. Like love spell. And I'm like, Wait, I thought you guys were just going to play like, they played like their new record, mm. basically front to back. I think they put a couple of classics in there for the, you know, for the old heads. I thought like, oh, like maybe they're going to take a break. Right. No, that, that was it. That was, I was up. like, yep. <laughs> I don't think there was an encore. I I was fucking tired. I, I wasn't going to stick around for it. I was like, oh, and I look at my watch. I'm like, Well, they played like almost exactly an hour. I was like, well, you know what? Like that was actually a really fucking solid hour. If it was so enjoyable that I'm like, wait a second, right? You, you want more? So. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm 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 being left hungry, but in the way that's good, and that's yeah. fine. So I'm leaving Delmar Hall, and 100 Gex is getting out at the exact same time. And as I posted on Facebook, there were so many emaciated like white blonde people (laughs) that looked like they were the butler from rocky horror picture show it was such a weird thing it was also just weird to see people they're like you know 10 15 years younger than me in the year of our lord 2023 Mm -hmm. dress like how me and my shithead little friends would dress when we would go be mall rats at crestwood mall Mm -hmm. and like Literally twenty years yeah, ago, like yeah. two thousand and three, mm-hmm. like I was like one of those things where I see someone wearing bondage pants, I'm going fucking gouge my eyes out. Yeah, but it was just like so weird being like, yeah, I knew someone who dressed like that in high school, or like, oh yeah, I had an outfit like
2: that. It's or, coming back around every twenty it's years. It's fucking weird. Yeah. It yeah. was
1: really unsettling, and being like, I bet they have better taste in music than me and my friends had, mm. probably. Maybe. Well, I mean, like, um. Like, I think 100 Gex is just, like, the Zoomer version of Mindless Self-Indulgence. Yeah. And a um, little bit of I, sleigh
2: bells in there, too. Yeah. A little
1: bit. But I think they don't say the N-word. That's true. Yeah, that is definitely a step up. I But I think it's kind of, like, the trying really hard, not the care.
2: Yeah, and being abrasive on purpose and a lot of that kind of Death Grips shit where it's, like... Yeah.
1: But I think, like, the new record's fine. I think yeah. it's good. It's good. I liked it. Fine. It was, I mean, I listened to it once. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, it's it's like it's the same way how I feel about a uh, Little Self Indulge record. Listen to it one time. And you go, yep, oh, I'm good. Yep, that exists. <laughs> there were some things I liked, some things I didn't like. But I think 100 Gex, it's a much better endeavor than that. You know, good for them. They sold out their hometown oh, show. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Covet still had very, very healthy show up. I mean, it was probably like 600 people, I want to say. Which is nice. Yeah. it's very nice. Great. So that was, that was the weekend girlfriend and i are still catching up on succession Mm. we're getting into the back half of season three okay and wow uh just what terrible people amazing bullshit and uh watching kindle unable to understand the limits of his abilities and unable to actually like ever do anything right yeah. The birthday party episode <laughs> is a fucking sledgehammer.
2: From what little I have seen of it, again, I'm, I'm not quite as far as you are, but just like, these people are all terrible, but in their own special way.
1: Yeah. And like, sometimes you like want to
2: root for them, and then they do something, and you go, well, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, my weekend involved putting in a new toilet. So that was new an exciting, a new toilet. A new toilet. You put in one of the majan toilets with the. No seat warmer. I, I had, I had it on my list of things, but you know, sadly, uh, the Home Depot by me did not have it. So
1: did not have uh, the the Ogashi. Nope. Uh, Sumitomo, uh, ass
2: blaster three thousand. As- yeah. No. Uh, I, the uh, the ass Lover. <laughs> sadly, no. Uh, they also did not have the bidet kit that I had hoped for. Yeah. But the the
1: translates to the sound of water on your anus. Yes. Is uh, the rough
2: translation of the toilet's name. Other than that, uh, we installed the toilet and then got all cleaned up, and then we went to see the Mario movie. Yeah. I quite enjoyed the Mario Brothers movie. I I, I was very skeptical from day one. I thought, okay, this is going to be yada yada. You know, I just, yeah. I had a lot of, of misgivings going into it, most of them dealing with Chris Pratt, but you know. You know what? He could be in the Daniel Pearl video, for <laughs> real. Which we still have not gotten, by the way. 48 Minutes of Dogs Barking at gmail.com if you, you want
1: to uh... send us the yakety sacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his head's coming back. Yep, there goes. Oh. There it goes.
2: But uh, Mario Brothers movie far more enjoyable than the Daniel Pearl video. Got got to get to that. <laughs> um, well, it
1: was such a high high, know, a, a, a high there. bar
2: to, to clear. But yeah, the, we talked about it last week, and and yes, the the eighties hits were a little odd, kind of out of place. Aha's take on me doesn't belong in any movie period after nineteen ninety three. But uh, you know, just I need a hero, a Bonnie Tyler like you could almost like see them coming. You know what I mean, and like we said when we were just purely speculating on the movie Koji Kondo writes bangers and thankfully in the background of the film lovingly rendered in full orchestra there were some yes. great Koji Kondo songs
1: yes i believe there was a guy with orc, orc- orchestral orchestral
2: background mm. that did some arrangements some great movie. arrangements i really enjoyed that part of the film even seth rogan didn't bother me which i Again, I expected that to be a stick. Yeah, he does it once. And I'm like, okay. I'm Donkey Kong. (laughs) I'll give you one. I'm smoking weed. (laughs) Right. They even briefly hint at the DK rap. They don't do the whole DK rap, but they have it. It's in there. The beat's in there. Every frame is stuffed with references to old Mario stuff. And there's a a bit where he's having a crisis of confidence in the background. There's a Jumpman arcade machine. Mm -hmm. I mean, just... There's stuff all around that kind of calls back to or harkens back. It's a huge love letter to Nintendo. The whole film is. I enjoyed it for that. But I also just enjoyed it because, like, oh, it was kind of fun. Oh, it was fun.
1: Interesting. Because yeah. I, I heard it was a soulless movie that obviously got shat through, like, 18 rewrites.
2: There was that. But also, at, at the same time, at the end, it was still enjoyable. Okay. So, I mean, it, I'm that can it a shot happen. At some point. Yeah. Uh, and then that same night, we came home, we made dinner. And then we put on, I said, you know, okay, kids, I watched a movie you wanted to watch. Now you're going to watch one that I want to watch. And I put on, for my 13-year-old's, Inception. (laughs) Now, the reviews were mixed. My son liked it. Mm -hmm. My daughter did not. Yeah. Now, part of it was because she's, you know, a teen and is uh, easily distracted. And so every once in a while, the phone would come out. And of course, then she'd miss an important scene or whatever. But she goes, well, you know, always maybe top spinning. Yeah. May, maybe if I was paying more attention, I would have enjoyed it more. I said, well, you know, that's probably true. But yeah, what what an interesting double feature. <laughs> Mario yeah. Bros. Followed by Inception. Every time I watch Inception, it's, there's yeah. always something else that I notice or like a, a little detail. I go, oh, that's pretty clever. You want
1: to know something? Yes. Sir. I had not seen Inception until like last year. Really?
2: What I did had, you think of Inception?
1: I thought it was fun. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. It had some really uh, good set pieces. Mm-hmm. It was it was I remember just being like, "Oh yeah, this is really good." I'm also was also glad I didn't watch it when it came out because yeah. I feel like people were very insufferable. Like, what well, do you think the top still spins or like maybe his kids are dead? I don't, like when those but like- The
2: point of the ending is that he doesn't care anymore. Yeah. He spins the top and he walks away. He's not even looking to see if the t- it doesn't matter. He's with his kids and that's all he cares about. That's the point of the ending is that it doesn't fucking matter. And I think that's what people missed. It's like, yes, you as the audience are watching the top spin and you see it kind of hitch a little bit and then it cuts to black. It's like, yes, because you and I might be thinking about it, but he's not. Very good point. To me, that's the way the movie is supposed to be read. But again, I'm weird and (laughs) I like the dumbest fucking movie. So there was that. And then uh, video game wise, I have been searching for the next thing. Have you played Vampire Survivors yet? I have. I I pick it up every once in a while. It's not something I can sustain for a long time. So I think I'm on level three on mm-hmm. Vampire Survivors. But no, I, I'm looking for something more narrative-driven. You know, I'm kind of, oh, I want to find a game to, like, finish. Yeah. So I started Biomutant. Not great. Just Man. kind of okay. It's a new game studio. They're trying something new. It's a, a hack and slash, but with guns. It's all right. It's collectibles and whatever. But the one that really wowed me was Sackboy, A Big Adventure. It's a I've PS5 heard. exclusive one. Now it's on PC. It is a mashup of probably the best stuff about like Super Mario 3D World, Rayman Legends, and a few other titles. If you like platformers, it's pretty much the platonic ideal of platformers. It's got a lot of great stuff going on in it. It's cute, it's fun, music's great, can't really be beat. For a while there, it was pretty deeply discounted on the uh on the psn store i don't know if xbox has it yet pretty sure they don't because i think it's a first party place yeah, isn't Studios. sackboy from little big planet sackboy is from little big planet yes this yeah is... so i think that would yeah rule out xbox but pc uh, owners i believe i believe it is on pc now and then i was playing as well with the kids the jackbox party pack oh yeah no we've <laughs> jackbox what a fun game i'm sure you see me posting some of my oh, jackbox great stuff what it is for those of you who are not familiar with it is is a series of party games presented by the people who did the old pc game you don't know jack yeah and so there's trivia games and there's ones where you murder do trivia party murder th- trivia party is a jam i love that one uh but there's quiplash which is mm-hmm. one of my favorites which is very much a uh, apples to apples kind of deal where you you know, they give you a prompt and then you, you type in your answer and then you vote on whose answers are But It's real fun. You don't have to have anything but, you know, one console and four cell phones and you have four, yeah. or, or however many people are playing. Yeah. Amount of cell phones. It's just, it's a great play. Oh, yeah. No, we've. With my friends, it's been a mainstay for years. Well, this is new to us, so we're really jazzed to find out about it. It was something like, oh, oh we can do this? And it really, it quickly became a favorite. I think we're going to do it after our movie night tomorrow. So we're That's our, awesome. our movie night tomorrow, by the way, will be Ant-Man Quantumania. So look forward to wow. hearing my review of that next week on the show.
1: am glad I'm not you.
2: Yeah. With your, like, loving
1: family in the house you own. <laughs> yeah. At least nope. I don't have to watch Ant-Man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going uh, to eat, eat rice and beans and uh, disappoint my girlfriend. <laughs>
2: That's all right. I'm going to eat pizza and disappoint my wife. So it, it, hey, it, it works out. Hey, hey. hey Mally. <laughs> hey. Hey. At
1: least you've got pizza. <laughs>
2: that about does it for the program, man. Um, I, well, I uh, title uh, Tyler the creator, new album, is called The Estate Sale. I really enjoyed it. A lot of fun beats. And uh, the one song, uh, Dogtooth, is a hoot. I keep in my head repeating the line. I pull up in the, what the fuck is that, dog? <laughs> so just on repeat in my head um, go listen to it if you haven't but yeah we're gonna we're gonna close the show up brian um where can they find you online
1: uh, yeah if you want to hunt me down and tell me the <laughs> um like the old days you can find me on twitter and instagram at ishotgiedibor that's uh, i-s-h-o-t-g-u-i-d-b-o-r-d So if you want to check out my photography portfolio, it's assholemusicphotographer.com. And if you want to check out some words I've written about foes and things I've photographed, you can check out
2: amusicphotographer.com.
1: WNBC. com. Highly
2: highly recommend it, by the way. I really enjoyed that. I really appreciate uh, it definitely up there for me. You can find me on the web there at Video Crime. Most places that there is an option to look for a Video Crime, that's got to be me, except for Instagram and TikTok. There I am at Laser Goose CEO. You can get in touch with the show in various ways. My most favorite of which, of course, is our phone number, 314 Ahoy Poo. That's 314-246-9766. Shoot us a text, leave us a voicemail. If you get lucky, I might actually answer the phone. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, well, you've got like a, you know, work from home desk job. I do. So. I do. Uh, you can also shoot us an email, Jason at 48 minutes of dogs barking dot com, Brian at 48 minutes of dogs barking.com. You can support the show, Patreon.com slash 48 minutes of dogs. We're also 48 minutes of dogs on Twitter and TikTok as well.
1: Lovely. You yeah. know, I have yet to check my uh my email there, uh Brian at forty minutes of dogs is it dogs or dogs?
2: Four eight minutes of dogs barking dot com.
1: Yeah. Four eight minutes of dogs barking dot com. You know what? If someone could really make something special for me, whenever I figure out how to fucking check it. I would really love to see as many copies of Goatsey in my inbox. um, (laughs) If we could get to work on that, it would really warm my heart.
2: We will do our best. And if you can't financially support the show via Patreon, of course, we always welcome reviews, kind words on social media. Whatever you have to give us, we'd be really happy to help you there. We're going to leave with a little bit of something. I was listening and thinking about one of our stories that we covered really early in the show. uh, Murphy, the eagle. Of course, that made me think of the Eagles. You are not the father. Yes, yes. But it also made me think of the Eagles of Death Metal, one of my favorite bands. Oh yeah, and the song "Don't Speak." I came to make a bang. Oh, yeah. That's a good... This in honor of our fortieth episode, and here's to forty, and then some many more. <laughs> <Not> 40. <laughs> forty episodes of the show, Brian. Well, as
1: wow. My... We we almost have more episodes of the show than we do followers on Twitter.
2: <laughs> fair. <laughs> it's fair. really really working hard here. Well, as we always say at this time, Namaste and good luck. Bye bye.